Yo, 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 ski everybody. Welcome back to the Planet Rubbin <laughs> Welcome back to the Planet Rubbin Podcast where the world revolves around me. As always, I'm King Rubin. Yeah, and I'm Jerry. And um this is episode what is this? Episode seven? Yeah, episode seven. <clears throat> it's episode seven. Uh don't forget it, uh if you're listening to this on Spotify, share this with a friend. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, make sure you rate it five stars. That'll move us up in the algorithm and bring in more listeners. And if you're listening to the YouTube, if you're watching the YouTube version, don't forget to hit that like, comment, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and also hit that bell notification button so you can be notified every time I drop a video. Um so before we <laughs> So before we get into today's main topic, I got two things that I want to talk about. Uh, one, let's let's get this main one out the way because I kind of want to get your opinion on it and hear what you what you thought about it. Uh, you're familiar with Travis Scott, right? Yes. Okay, so this past weekend he had he hosted his his world famous Astro Fest. Uh, I don't um, Astro World Fest. I don't know if you um if you're familiar with that at all either. I think there's a. Uh... There's something I saw related to him. Um, I don't know if it's what you're going to touch on, but we'll we'll see when you get to it. Yeah, it is. I think I think it exactly is. Uh, so this past weekend, this was his third annual uh, um, World Fest. The first one being uh, held in 2018, the second one being in 2019, and of course they skipped 2020 because you know the world was on fire. Um, and today was the third annual one. So, uh, they did not make it to the second day, unfortunately, because at the, towards the end of the festival, eight people died and many more people were injured after a bunch of people had broken into the festival, uh, due to, you know, being low, being their, uh, low security. Um, hold on. I got the, uh, the article right here. Give me one Give me one second. Uh, da, 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 da. Very, very, very professional, by the way. Um, God damn it. I should have saved it. But like, cause I, so yeah, it, it looks like it was, it was the same thing that I was uh, thinking about. Um, I guess I didn't read too much into it, but I guess from what I gathered, um, I didn't I didn't know that people that were unauthorized um, of entry to that event was the main cause of those casualties. Um, I just assumed it was you know people getting carried away and um, you know people injuring others and themselves, which caused those unfortunate events to take place, but. But yeah, I didn't know it was um, it was to that degree, like the low security, um, which allowed other people from the outside to infiltrate. Yeah. So, um, reported by Rap, at least eight people reportedly died and many more injured during Travis Scott's Astro Festival in Houston uh, Friday. Um, I think it was like November fifth. after a bunch of people had broken into this the festival um and i'm gonna be honest with you and i'm gonna play devil's i'm gonna play devil's advocate for both parties um uh which i don't i don't want to sadden or upset anybody but the lowest the, the um the youngest out of those people where it was a 10 year old child um 
I'm gonna go ahead and play devil's advocate for both parties here because you know there is both sides to a story, but both both were very much at fault. Now there is no festival, there's no uh concert, there's no type of thing that in the world that would cause me to break into a festival just to see an artist no artist is worth dying for let me put that on wax i don't care if it was j cole amine and ski mask fucking fucking jumping around and having fun i'm if i don't have the money i don't have the money i don't have the money i don't have the funds and you know nobody could have seen this coming because he's before this in 2018 and 2019, he had two successful festivals without anything ha- anything like this happening before. So, of course, he would he would kind of dumb down the security a little bit because I'm pretty sure he had a high number of security at the first one and you know a higher number of security at the second one. So he's thinking like, okay, let me just chill out on the security uh, for the for the third one and let me just you know let's let's have let's let everybody have fun. So of course he's not gonna. Of course, he's not going to think that, oh, eight people are going to die on the, at the third annual festival. You know what I'm saying? Not, It's not, you know, it's not something that you could predict, right? But then on the other end, we have Travis Scott. Now, I don't know if you're a fan of Travis Scott. I'm particularly not. I probably had. I could probably count the number of Travis Scott's songs that I like on one on one hand. Um, so, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of Travis Scott. But he has a history of doing stuff like this, where he'll stop a show out of nowhere to do some dumbass shit. So he's able to notice when some I like I know it's it's crazy. You're up there, you're performing, you know, shit's going on, and you know, you know, shit is happening on stage, and you know, you can't really, you know, predict or you know think about what's going on. But at the same time, I'm pretty sure you can realize that you know in the crowd because this was in the this wasn't this was this wasn't in like the back you know what i'm saying this wasn't in like an area this was like in front of the stage like this is a front view of the stage so i'm pretty sure he could have predicted what happened or he could have saw what was going on and see a pe- saw people freaking out in that on that stage regardless if he was performing or not you know what i'm saying so Shame on the people who broke in. Shame on Travis for not stopping the show when he should have. And just shame all around. You know what I'm saying? This was this was an easily even even if even if the people had broke in, right? It still could have been avoided. Regardless of the fact that somebody broke in or not, it still could have been avoided. And that's what that's what obsessed me the most, you know? But yeah, so how how do you feel about this? So, are you are you a Travis Scott fan? Not really. I can't really say that I'm familiar with his music, but <laughs> even if it was my favorite artist, I still, like I said, not worth dying over them. Right. At the end of the day, they're people just like all of us. Exactly. Um, but I was gonna say, like, were there? To my knowledge, there were there were like um emergency services uh in that situation right yeah they came a little bit after you know um 
afterwards, you know, because, you know, you, right. you're you at a festival, you know, you're around a bunch of pe- fucking people, you mm-hmm. know, claustrophobia starts to set in, right? So, um, I don't know, I just, I don't know, you know, e- even if emergency services were there, you know, it, it I feel like it still would have happened, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I, at least, at least a couple of people still would have died, even if emergency services were there. Um, again, it it is you as an artist who needs to know what's going on because you're up there performing. You're there. There are people in front of the stage, you know, mosh pitting and shit like that. I think I would notice a couple of people getting stomped on, you know what I'm saying? In the fucking crowd, you know, like I can, I like, listen, I, I look, I wear glasses, right? So, you know, when I take my glasses off, my, my vision is fucked up. But even then, I can still notice when something is fucked up or something is wrong in that moment. But, you know, the shit happened. Uh, apparently, uh, it's actually reported today uh, that he's going to cover all the f- uh, funeral costs for all the people who who unfortunately passed away. Um, yeah. Fortnite. <laughs> out of all people Fortnite pulled his emote from the uh from the uh from the game what yeah yeah Fortnite all all people I don't know if you remember that whole Travis Scott event uh where they had Travis Scott as a skin and shit but they pulled his yeah, yeah they pulled his uh his his shit from the um from the whatchamacallit from the item shop or from the game I don't know if they pulled the skin itself but uh his emote is gone. So, I, I like you know, it, it's now it. We live in a time where nowadays, like that shit is not okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, if this would have happened like 20, 30 years ago, you know, he would. They probably would have got away with it on a slap on the wrist. But people are not like people don't play nowadays. Like, that's that's an obvious fire code break and i'm i'm shaming i'm shaming travis just as much as i'm shaming those people who broke in like really my nigga you gonna break down to get to astral world that was it first of all travis scott look <laughs> i'm i'm a i wouldn't say i'm a rap enthusiast but i do heavily enjoy rap i'm not dying to go see travis scott like what's your who's your favorite artist Let's say Eminem. Eminem? Eminem. God, what the baloney. Okay, I'm sorry, my bad. But, um... (laughs) (laughs) But, um... Like, for me, it's Denzel Curry. I'm not... I know damn... I I know damn well if you're not going to go... If you're not... If you're breaking in... I know damn well you're not breaking in to go see Eminem. And I damn sure are not breaking in to go see fucking Denzel Curry. You know what I'm saying? And I did you I, I was gonna ask if you if you heard if if he's made any statements about the situation. He he did. Like he did. He made yeah. um he made a couple of statements actually. Let me try let me check his uh Twitter. Uh uh Um He said in a statement 
He says, I'm absolutely devastated by what took place last night. My prayers go out to the families and all of those who were impacted by what happened at Astroworld Festival. Houston PD has my total support as they continue to look in this tragic loss of life. I'm committed to working together with the Houston community to heal and support the families in need. Thank you to the, the Houston PD, Fire Department, and NRG Park for the immediate response and support. Love you all. He also made a... um. He also made a statement on Instagram Live, you know. No, wait. He actually, oh no, he made a statement on his Instagram stories. Um, it, where it seemed kind of genuine, but at the same time, he was just like, I felt like he was more frustrated that it happened, that it happened, and now he can't. I think he's more frustrated that, you know, he's that not going to he be. Can't continue it, right? Yeah, he can't continue the because it was supposed to be a two day event, and this was the first night. So I think he's more frustrated on that end, but uh, like I said earlier today, uh, he's covering all the funeral costs for all eight people who who passed away. So that's good. I'll give him his flower, his flowers right there. Oh yeah, because he he probably would be canceled if he didn't do that, and if he tried to continue his uh tour or whatever. It was. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely one hundred percent. So again, you know, shame on Travis, shame on everybody. Cause again. This all could have been avoided. This all could have been avoided. This all could have been avoided. If those people didn't break in and if Travis stopped the show like he should have. Because Tra back in 2015, he was working um he was working an event called Hot 97. That's a, a radio station up in New York. It's a very well-known uh, radio station. And uh, he was doing uh, their little uh, Summer Jam monthly festival. And... Um... Obvious, uh, you know, you know, he's up there performing, and this is like, this is when he started to pop off a little bit. Uh, there was a a dude who worked for for Summer Jam that was up there taking pictures, and you know, those people who take pictures, you know, for the thing for the for the Instagram and shit like that. Travis stopped the show completely. Told, bro, this is like, it's not it's not fun. It wasn't funny back. It's not it wasn't it's not funny, but like it's the way he approached him. He was like. He turned around and he was like, "Hey, bro, get your nerdy ass off stage." You know, he's just wearing glasses and shit like that. And he had the camera or whatever, and he was like, "Bro, he was like, bro, get your uh, nobody on stage, nobody on stage." And he and he was exclaiming to the dude like, "Oh, I work for Summer Jam. I'm supposed to be up here." He was like, "This ain't Summer Jam. This is a Travis Scott show." Blah 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 blah. And then like kicked him off stage, and I'm just like, "Dog, you stopped an entire show to stop to to kick somebody off stage who's supposed to be on stage, really." <laughs> really really so that's why that's why travis doesn't get any sympathy for me because he he he's he stops show he stops shows for stupid shit like that so i i'm i'm pretty sure he could have stopped one for for this right and you know the uh blue hair twitter community is upset in his ass everybody is upset you know rap fans you know black people in general they are just upset i'm upset too but I just think that, you know, the people who broke in have equally as much to blame. Because you have to look at it like this. You have to look at it like this. Travis is getting blamed. Those people who broke in, they're not getting blamed because it was fat. I think it was like uh, close to like 200 extra people broke in to the festival. Jeez. Yeah. I think it was like around 200 to 300 uh, extra people broke into the festival. So... They are just as much to blame as Travis is. 
So that's the story where it's at right now. Um, uh, hope hopefully there's more updates uh, later. But for right now, I, I I pray for those families who lost all their because those are those are somebody's sons, daughters, boyfriends, husbands. You know what I'm saying? Wives, children. A teen, bro. A ten year old died, bro. He wanted to go see Travis Scott in concert and ended up costing his life because people don't know how to fucking chill out. That's crazy, bro. Yo, my heart goes out to all those families. My heart goes out to, you know, everybody, you know. It's just, it, it, it's, it's a situation that could have been completely 100% avoided. And I, I hope that, um, I hope they find justice and they hope to find solace and everything. But uh, moving on, <laughs> moving on to a story that's a little bit more lighthearted. Um, you're familiar with Baby Shark, right? Yeah. <laughs> it got canceled. No. <laughs> I like how you just automatically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just like how you automatically shit, nigga. Nigga, if Baby Shark gets canceled, nigga, I'm done with the internet forever, nigga. Um, but no. <laughs> Inmates sue jail after they were claim after they claimed they were forced to listen to Baby Shark for hours. <laughs> Rap reports that three former inmates are suing the management staff at an Oklahoma County jail for seventy five thousand dollars after they were forced to listen to the song Baby Shark. According to the Washington Post, all three inmates were allegedly tied and forced to stand against a wall for hours in twenty nineteen while the Baby Shark song was played repeatedly at a high volume. Clinical psychologist John Mayer states that songs like Baby Shark might elicit a painful reaction in the brain because they contain high-pitched tones and screechy sounds that irritates the ears, stated in the lawsuit. <laughs> how, do you feel, oh how do you feel about this? Did you say this was at a prison? <laughs> An Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma City County Jail. Oh my god. Nigga, I'd fucking, Honestly, I'd, I'd fucking like, sue their ass, too. I have to sit there and... Nigga, you're tied up against the wall, and you constantly have to see her, baby shark, do, 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 do. <laughs> Nigga, I would kill... <laughs> Nigga, I am killing myself. Nigga, I'm giving up Pookie, fucking Ray Ray. <laughs> I'm giving up everybody, nigga. Fuck you, me. Oh my god, bro! Like, like, cause, like, I mean, like, the first time you hear it, it's kind of like addictive. After the three hundred and seventy-eighth time, like, you want to like die. Like, I don't, I don't blame. If this was, if this is true, I don't blame him. I would do the exact same thing. I would do the exact same thing. And this is twenty nineteen, so this wasn't too long ago. That's true. Damn. That's correct. I think this is, and this was at the hype. I think that was during the hype of Baby Shark, right, too? I think so. Yeah, because Baby Shark came around. Because, yeah, it was definitely before the pandemic. Um. So, yeah, this is around the hype of Baby Shark. So, even if they were in jail, they probably, you know, heard it through, like, our inmates, like, I mean, a guard's, like, uh, 
like daughter or something like that they come around baby shark do, 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 do. you know what i'm saying so this is during this is during baby shark's hype so i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure like you know they had already heard it like a million times before that so i nigga nah nah chill out bro turn this shit off i'm good bro but i mean like they tie people up in jail anyway to restrain them, don't they? I mean, yeah, but I'm not getting tied up to listen to Baby Shark for three hours straight. I'm getting tied up because I'm clinically insane. <laughs> Rude. Because I stabbed a nigga 47 times. <laughs> Uh, I actually did not. Uh, Planet Robin does not condone the stabbing of people. Um, but <laughs> yeah, like a little little side note. Uh... A little side note. <laughs> Do not stab. Please don't stab anybody. It's not. It's not. It's not good for you, and it's not good for your record either. Don't stab anybody, bro. Please. Don't stab. <laughs> Imagine how much wear and tear that will put on the knife. You'll have to buy a new one. So, uh, exactly, exactly, and they would make the knife dull. You know, you got you over there puncturing organs and shit. Like, come on, bro. Right? Nobody wants a nobody wants a dull knife. Come on now. Yeah, so you gonna stab more people? <laughs> <laughs> like, get another what? No, no, I'm done. Okay, okay, all right, all right. get a machete. Um. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. But uh, hopefully, bro. If I if they ever get the money, I'm actually gonna report it on this on this thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep up with that story. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna follow that story and see where that goes, and uh, I'll report it back. I'll report it back to you on the podcast later. All right, so let's actually get into today's main topic. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with a question, like I always do. What is people's main assumption about you? Um. Hmm. This should be easy because I told you this. The hold on, hold on. You were asking me. You were asking me. What do people assume about me? Right. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. What is the first assumption that people make about you? Um, it's uh one of two things. Either that I'm really like first impressions. Like if they if I don't say anything to them, they'll probably assume that I'm uh I'm like a a, a hostile, closed off person. Like yeah, I'm closed off, but. I don't think I'm really hostile. Uh, I just have trouble, um, I guess, um, trouble just, I guess, is reaching out to people or uh, starting up conversations and whatnot. So, but people, the first thing people do assume about me mostly is uh, that I'm kind, I guess. Um, sometimes I've got. Nigga, are you not kind? Oh, no, I am. I am. I am. But that's the thing that people assume. Assumptions don't necessarily mean that they're wrong. But, um, but yeah, I'll either get assumed that I'm, I'm kind or uh, just closed off and prefer to keep to myself in regards to me just not liking people in general. But no, that's not the case. It's just I just have trouble to it uh, or trouble with uh, speaking to people. And it's not like I don't want to. I just choose to avoid it if I can, if it's possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes so. sense, makes sense, makes sense. Um, 
my first assumption about people that people make about me is that uh, I'm quiet, which is, you know, it's far from the fucking truth. Um, but it it makes people think that I'm like not easy to talk to, and then once people start talking to me, they you know they start to be like, damn, you're just like a really great, you know, conversationalist and this that and the third and blah 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 blah. Um. I've had that assumption my entire life, uh, where people, where people would think that, oh, I'm just this quiet, you know, reserved type person. And then once you get to know me, oh, sorry, um, once you get to know me, you know, I start to open up, I start to blossom a little bit, um, mainly because like, cause if I'm like. I feel like if I'm, like, talking to you and I'm just, like, giving you one more, more answers and this, that, and the third, I'm just like, oh. And, you know, I give you, like, a slight chuckle here and there whenever you make a joke. It's typically because I just don't... It's not that I don't fuck with you. It's just, like, you know, you're cool. I'm not going to pursue a, a friendship or anything like that, but, you know, you're cool to be around and <laughs> stuff like that. You know, right? You know, being cordial, basically. Um... If I don't like you at all, I just, just won't fucking talk. You're like, well, I just don't like you at all. Shit. Shit. I just won't fucking talk to you. <laughs> like, you're dead to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, but yeah, like, um, you know, especially for people like us, you know, black nerds, we get a lot of assumptions made about us. You know what I'm saying? Um, the biggest one being that, you know, we're too, we're not, we're not black enough. Like we, we have that. I think we both have that. I don't know if you have that issue, but I have the issue where I'm too, I'm too nerdy for the black people, but I'm too black for the nerdy people. Mm, you think you're too nerdy for the black people and too black for the nerdy people? Yeah. Mm. yeah which i i have we'll get i that's a whole that's a whole fucking episode in itself and we'll get to that at a later actually you know what i might make that the next episode i'll we'll, we'll talk about it, we'll talk about it, we'll talk about it. but um yeah like i've had i've had cases where like i've been to i've been to you know like like you know, when I'm hanging with the nerdy people, I feel like I'm just, I'm out of place. But when I'm with the black people, I'm also out of place. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, mm. yeah, and it's just, it, I, I feel like, you know, just like taken out and so, stuff like that. And it's basically pure based on pure assumption. They think because I watch anime and love video games that, you know, I don't like black shit. And same thing with the nerdy crowd. They think just because. Yes. Oh, okay. All right, hold on. Let me give it to you. Sam. All right. You'll be used to it. 
like to apologize for all the audio you're gonna have to cut out. You're good, bro. <laughs> you're good, bro. Um, I'm... but um, what was I saying? Um, but no, um, I I feel like I have to pick and choose what I say. I can't just really be my full self when I'm with those certain, you know, demographics. If you credit mm. yeah, because you know I can talk nerdy with the nerdy people, and I can talk black with the black people, but it just gets to a point where it it starts to be too much for me. Because you know there is a, such a thing where people are acting too nerdy, and there's actually a, another thing where people act too black. But again. We're gonna talk about that in a, in, the, in another episode, but um, how do you feel like people's assumptions affect you in your day to day life? Like, do you feel like they um, do you feel like you can't get by purely based on people's assumptions, or you can't get anything done ba- based on people's assumptions? Um, you know me, I don't fuck. To- no, no, no. I was, I was going to say, like, it used to it used to be that way. Like, I would... People's assumptions used to dictate how I live my day-to-day life or how, what I... Mm-hmm. It would dictate what my next moves would be. Same. What my next words Same. would uh, be. You know, what I would say, what I would do. Uh, but now, it's like, I still think about it heavily, but I don't let it, I guess, control me. At the end of the day, I can't help what I think. Um, right. So, I mean, that's just how how that is. Yeah, yeah. I, I used to be the exact same way where I used to like let people dictate how I felt or how I how I carried myself, and now I just carry myself that the way that I think fits best for me. Um, mm-hmm. And you know that might change. And you know from you know as you get older and as you grow, you know that starts to change. Your mindset starts to change. Like, oh, I used to be this way, but now I'm this way. You know what I'm saying? And that might be just a matter of circumstances. That just be might be a matter of you just growing up and feeling like, oh, I don't feel like doing this this type of thing anymore. It's it's a it's it's honestly a cycle. You know, you go through cycles through your life where, you know, you're you're constantly changing your character because as you're growing, you learn more things and you start to grow a little bit more and you start to change change uh, certain characteristics about yourself that, you know, Later on, people might think like, oh, you used to do this, but now you do this. You know what I'm saying? So, um, it's, you know, <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's just like the way that life works. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, I, I, I do, it does, it does kind of still kill me to this day because, you know, I have certain people in my life that I used to, you know, be very cool with. They still make assumptions. They still make assumptions about me to this day. They think that I'm the same type of person. I think I explained this in another episode, but I don't remember. But they still think that I'm the same type of person that I was years ago. And, you know, that's not that's not the case. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and sometimes I feel like they don't like to, you know, some... And it's it's okay, you know. Some people don't want to take the time to actually realize, like, damn, you actually have, you know, changed or did this or you do this differently. You know what I'm saying? And you know, it's cool. It's fucked up, but it's cool. <laughs> like, I get it. I understand <laughs> it. <laughs> I, I understand it. I get it. You know what I'm saying? You can't change everybody's mindset about who you are or who you were. 
you know, at the end of the day, people are going to make those assumptions. That's true. Yeah. yeah, people are going to make those assumptions till the day they die. You know what I'm saying? And you can't really change that. So honestly, it's just a matter of why do you care so much? How, how, like, you know, you got to ask yourself like two simple questions. Why do you care so much? And does it really, at the end of the day, affect you and how you move and how you, um, how you, uh, move through your life? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it, 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 it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. It's, it's just a matter of. It's just a matter of are you willing, are you willing to kill those assumptions made about you to those people? Like, are you willing to get up every day and kill every single assumption about yourself to these people? Or are you just going to just keep living your life the way it is and let them naturally find out like, oh, shit, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like it's like it's like Lil Wayne said, real G's move in silence like lasagna. You know what I'm saying? You, <laughs> you know, I feel like the mo- the most deadliest thing that you can do is not give a fuck. That's that's simple. It's simple shit like that. It's just like you just gotta go through your life and not and not care what people think or care what people assume about you. Because you know, I don't. You know what I'm saying? I'm still gonna live my life the way that I've lived it for these past what five six years these five six years because in that amount of time i have grown and done so many things with my life since then to at this point like does it even does it even matter what they think at that point like do do i even care at that point because there becomes a point where you're not you're not killing those assumptions for yourself, you're killing those assumptions for those people to prove those people wrong. And at the end of the day, who cares what they think? Who get who gives a flying fuck about who about your about people who you have in high school? Because well, I go cat. I've seen a couple of them, and you know they ain't going through hot. I've I've seen I've seen how they live their day to day lives, and it's just you know it's just like. I'm saying that's tough. <laughs> um, how? So I'm asking you this: How? In what way have? In what way have you changed yourself to kill an assumption people have made about you in these last, let's say, five years? Um, I guess I went from, because almost everyone that came across me, interacted with me, thought I was um, just, you know, quiet for whatever reason, or just weird, closed off, you know, all that other stuff. But people don't think that way anymore, especially since I'm, since I'm, when I'm in a working environment, I kind of have to have that mindset of like, okay, I kind of need this person to help me do my job efficiently, or if I'm in the stages of learning my job, I have to reach other people in order to do my job effectively and efficiently Mm. um, in the future. So I, I pick people to learn from, or I let people um, 
let people, you know, show me what to do. And I ask them, like, hey, how do you do, how do you do A, B, and C? And then from that interaction alone, they see that I'm, you know, at least cordial to some degree. Right. So I guess um, without me being in that setting, I probably would revert back to being more closed off and uh, what's the word? Like uh, inner something. I forgot. Uh, I forgot the word. Damn. Um, but yeah pretty much like since i'm in that environment alone it helps me it helps me not feel forced to step out of my comfort zone but it it kind of guides me along Hmm. like i don't i don't feel forced to interact with people since because i'm working and acting like i yeah i have to interact with them sure uh but that's just what teamwork and that's just what a job is essentially yeah 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 i mean i mean that's any job that you go to to be honest um shit with me that's actually a really good answer I'll fucking applaud you on that one um with me personally I think that the assumption that people made about me is that you know I wasn't really focused wasn't really uh I wasn't really goal uh, oriented or you know I was very uh close minded and now I'm very more open to a lot of more things. I mean, shit. Welcome to the Planet Riding Podcast. <laughs> um, you know, now I have, I think now I have so many goals that I can't really keep up with them now. You know what I'm saying? I feel like back then I was so focused on one singular thing that I kind of let everything that I love kind of stay dormant and stay docile. And... It sucks because, you know, I was so focused on, I was so focused on other people. I kind of just let myself, I, I kind of let myself go. I kind of just like put myself, I was putting other people, I was putting other people first and I was putting my, I was putting myself like pretty much last and, you know, I was more focused <laughs> Yeah, I was more focused on, you know, trying to maintain friendships and, you know, I wasn't maintaining my own sanity and it kind of, it kind of hurt me in the long run because when I started getting people who, who cared more about me than I, who cared, who cared about me more than I did myself, it made me realize it's just like, cause then, you know, when you get somebody who really love who really loves you, you start to wonder like, why do they love me so much? But then you start asking you you start asking yourself like, why am I questioning somebody's love for me? And then it's just like, do I not love myself? Do I not love who I am? And you start to ask it, yeah, you start you start to ask yourself those questions, and you're just like, what's like? And then you start you're just like, what's going on with me that I'm not loving myself enough? Or, cause it's cause it's weird, cause you know when you're more focused on everybody else, and you know you're not getting that you're not getting that uh, same love reciprocated back to you. It it seems kind of foreign to you that you know somebody could love you for you, and then you're just like you're sitting there confused. It's like you love me. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm sorry, me. 
me. <laughs> you could have picked anybody else. Uh, but instead, you picked me. Why? I, I need that. I need the question. I need that. I need that question answered. But uh, um, yeah. Um, it wasn't until. It wasn't until I want to say a few years ago where I started to focus on myself. Yeah. Like very much so. It it started to get to a point where you know I wasn't you know, I wasn't doing anything that I loved. I was doing I was doing things purely based off of people and what they wanted, not what I wanted. I was, you know, I was bending myself backwards trying to please them. And I was kind of letting myself get pushed to the side. And it was just, it's, it's, it's honestly a scary feeling. Because in your head, in your head, you start, you know, you start to get in your own head. You're just like, you're just like, oh, I really hope they like this. Or, you know, I really hope they love me, blah, 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 blah. But it's just like you can't have love if you're not loving yourself. And at that point in my life, I didn't, I didn't really fuck with me. <laughs> you know, I didn't really like the person who I was, or I didn't really like myself. If that makes sense, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't see myself as someone who should be put on a pedestal. I was too busy putting people on pedestals to to, you know realize that maybe maybe they should be putting me in that same regard that I put them and you know it's whatever it's cool I don't care <laughs> um, <laughs> start crying just like <laughs> fucking bitch <laughs> <laughs> um oh in in a job setting, what what um how can I say this? In a job setting, what kind of oh damn, how can I say this? In a job setting, what are the first assumptions that you know the people that you work around or even the people that hire you make about you? And how do you kill the? How do you kill those assumptions as you're working? I guess the normal assumptions would be like, oh, I don't think he'll do his job efficiently. It just depends on like, if you're not a person that asks a lot of questions, then that shows you don't, you don't, you're not curious enough to know or want to know. Because especially if it's your, like I said, your resume says everything about you. So if you don't have a lot of experience in that field, right, they're gonna see you as someone that doesn't know but not only doesn't know how to do something but you don't want to know depending on the amount of questions you ask or lack thereof mm. so if, if they say like oh, okay you don't ask a lot of questions and you don't have the experience so we know you don't know so how come you're not asking you know questions when we do uh, when we don't really restrict you from doing so we give you the plenty of opportunities we ask you if you have any questions and you know you don't say anything so how come you know why is that Right, um, and I guess uh, 
I guess it just depends on, you know, like for me, when I was working, I've kind of focused solely on trying to learn as much as I can on my own. And then when I come into contact with something, I'll ask questions uh, if I do see, if I do deem it necessary. Right. Me? Hmm. That's a tough one. Um... <laughs> People find me. Okay. The first assumption that people make is that, uh, you know, in a work setting, they kind of think that I'm unreliable or not, or forgetful. Um, but honestly, my, I think, I think ever since I started working in like 2018, question mark? <laughs> Ever since I started, <laughs> ever since I started working after I got out of high school, I kind of, I kind of just formed this, this big work ethic, where you know, where fuck you, I'm gonna get my job done whether you like it or not, and you know, I'm gonna try to help people along the way because you know, I'm not doing it because, you know, oh I'm just trying to get done. I'm doing it because I want to show people like. Hey, look, you can depend on me. Like, I want to, like, I try to be that dependable coworker. That that person, like, that if you have a problem and you can't find a manager, I'm the first person you turn to. I'm the first person that you ask. You know. Um, so I try to kill. I, I try to kill that assumption. Like, oh, I don't. You know, you're because you know when you're young. You know, we're I'm we're 21. We're both 21 about to be 22 soon, right? Um, you know, when you're young and you come into like a high paying job, they think, oh, you're just here to clock in and clock out, right? You're here to, you're here to collect your check and get and get out of here. You know what I'm saying? And go go do whatever you need to do that, that day. You know what I'm saying? But... <laughs> You know, I want to show, I want to show that there's more than that. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, you know, I might, you know, some days I might be lacking more than others, but just know that even if, you know, I'm going, even if, you know, I'm not there, I'm all, I'm not all there mentally or, you know, I'm not, you know, there, um, shit. If I'm not all, if, if I'm just not all there. Don't think that you can't ask me for help, you know, don't think that just because, you know, oh, this happened or this happened, I'm not going to be there for you. I got you. You know what I'm saying? I got you. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Because a lot of people make a lot of assumptions about. I, do you ever did you ever get that? Because, you know, we're both, you know, we're both young. You know, we're 20, we're in our early 20s. You know, do you ever get that a feeling like, oh, people think that, you know, you're just there to collect the check and just get the fuck out of there? But it, I mean, and, uh, if, I mean, if you I are that way, for... I, don't, I don't blame you. <laughs> no, but I, I can't, I can't say for certain because I guess I, I do show that I not only want to help myself grow, but I want to help the the business girl as well because i'm asking questions that can benefit us as a team and i know that 
um, the people that I deal with on a daily basis, it's like, well, even if I'm not there, things still, there are things that can still affect me. So at the very least, I try to figure out what's the best possible solution to help us, you know, get through an obstacle together. And so that way we don't have such a, such a, such a negative, uh, customer base or client base. Right. So, I mean, uh, I just do what I can on my end. I can't do it all, but I can definitely um, form a team that can. I get you. I get you. I don't. Um... Okay. I like that. All right. Um, was there any assumptions in school, like from teachers or like counselors or shit like that? But they just gave the assumption like, oh, this kid's not going to do this or this kid's not going to do that. You said, it, was there any, like, a time in school? Yeah, where people made assumptions about you. Whether it be, whether um, it be your classmates or whether it be, like, teachers and shit. Um, teachers did assume that I was, uh, I guess, one of the above average students because I would actually, I would do my work. But, I mean, that was... That just came with the trade. Like, if you did your work, huh, you were both. You were both. Oh, uh, he wants to be an extracurriculars. No, I don't. <laughs> I've never, uh, never said an icon and a target. So, I mean, I, I didn't really like the spotlight in, in that regard. Oh, yeah. Um, but I feel like yeah. teachers do that shit a lot. To people who are, you know, above average or, you know, oh yeah, they they do that shit a lot. They think just because, oh, you're doing well in school, or you know, you're doing, you know, slightly above average from all these other kids. Oh, you <laughs> must definitely, you know, want to. You must definitely want to be in the the extracurriculars classes. Like, no, nigga, that's not at all what I'm trying to do. <laughs> But um, I don't. I think mine was that they thought I did st stupid shit because I was stupid. But you know, it was just because you know I was hanging around the wrong crowd at the time, and you know, I was kind of just lacking behind and not doing my work and not doing all this other stuff because I was so focused because I was very 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 friend oriented at at that time I was more focused on trying to please my friends than I actually get my grades up so it was kind of um it was kind of it was kind of one of those things where I um You know, like, I just, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I just, I, I kind of lost myself around junior, junior year because I was so, I was so focused on trying to plead these people that to this day, I, I barely talk to. And it's sad. It's sad because I gave, I probably gave my entire junior year to these people. And now it's just like a, it's like a. Fuck you, nigga. Who? Darian. Who? 
Darren, hey. what? <laughs> That's a stupid ass name. <laughs> um, but no, like you know, nowadays, nowadays, like I'm very, very, very fucking cautious about who I let in my life now. Oh yeah, very, very cautious. It's bro, especially relationship, what nigga? Because I like my peace. I like I like to keep my peace, and I'll be damned if I let a a woman. I can't say the other word because you know I get canceled. Um, I'll be damned if I let a woman come and fuck up that peace, especially now that you know. Um, I'm gonna be moving into my first apartment, and you know, j- job was looking great. You know, we're doing the podcast. You know what I'm saying? I'm at a good point in my life where, at this point. Anybody extra is kind of just not needed, you know. Like I got you, I got my other friends, I got my people I work with, I got my roommate, I got my family. I feel like adding an extra person would kind of just be, like I said, extra. Um, but you know. You know, shit happens. I might meet somebody. Might fall head over heels. Who knows? Wow, wow nobody knows. Nigga. You might just fall on your head. <laughs> <laughs> well, damn. <laughs> you just fucking. <laughs> but nah. Um. Um. What question can I say to end this off? Because we're yeah, we're getting past that one hour mark. Um, even though I'm gonna have to cut out like ten minutes of this fucking podcast, um, what would you say? Okay, no, no, you know what? I got two more questions. Um, do you do you do you constantly find yourself uh, making assumptions about other people? Um, only if it pertains to me. If it pertains to me, meaning like uh, if a person is upset with me, I just assume. Or if I did something to annoy someone, I, I assume they don't want me around. That's pretty much it. Or yeah. like I would, I would just assume um, that I'm just, I guess, in the way a lot. Mm. You said nothing but a word there, cuz. Mm-hmm. You said nothing but a word there. Um, yeah, I, I feel that way a lot too. I feel. Oh. I'm sorry. Did you did you hear that? <laughs> I'm sorry. No. That was that was disgusting. I burped. That was disgusting. Um I feel I feel like I make a lot of assumptions that people are because you know, when you when you are a good person, you tend to think that most people are good people. Mm-hmm. And you know you want to try to find those good. You want to try to find good in people. So you know when you first have a conversation with them, you think, okay, they're they're a good person. And then later on, <laughs> you know, you find out, oh, you stabbed someone, got away scot free, right, 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 right. right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Um. So I, I think in that regard, I have to stop thinking like that. Um, 
because you know not i mean yes it's nice to talk to people and it's nice to meet new friends but i can't expect them to always be you know tip-top shape some of the best people you know what i'm saying because some people have things about them that suck you and me have things about us that suck but it's in the regard of you know you can't expect everybody to be perfect and i feel like that's where i mess up the most because i expect everybody you know i expect good out of people you know what i'm saying i it's, it's my curse you know what i'm saying i expect everybody to be you know tip top like shape 100 percent. you know this awesome being and then i find out oh oh you went to alcatraz in new york the prison <laughs> so you've been to Rikers? No, okay, but not uh Oh my god Rikers <laughs> Don't they got game bosses? Oh but no. Uh, <laughs> but no, um I think uh I think you know those those assumptions I, I i try to kill those assumptions as quickly as i can and just be like you know once if i talk to this person if i like them i like them if i don't you know move on you know what i'm saying uh because you know i have a i have a tendency I, and you know this you know this i have a tendency to be captain Sabaho. uh <laughs> Where I think, you know, every girl that I meet who is going through a problem, like, oh, I can fix them. You know, you can't fix everybody. Can't you can't you can't save everybody. And, you know, that was definitely true. With um, with, uh, you know, a story that I told you a couple weeks ago. I think you're well, not a couple weeks ago. I think it was like a week ago or last time we did the podcast. But, you know. I think I have to, I have to s- stop trying to please. I I still I still I still struggle with trying to please everybody, and that's that's something that you know I gotta kind of just grip because I I cannot give a fuck about anybody else. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like I I see somebody succeed and then I get jealous, and I'm just like, why am I jealous? This is a person that I love. This is a person that I want to see succeed. So, why am I so fixated on trying to be better or at the same position that they're at, you know? Right. And that's what, that's what kills me the most. And that's what kind of, you know, you know, keeps me from, you know, doing my thing. But, um, you know, it's just the way that life goes. You know what I'm saying? You can't really change how people you can't really change people's success on how you know how much they do better than you you know what i'm saying at the end of the day you just got to be behind them and support them like if you i I don't know nigga you make a a fucking a video about you playing xenoverse right and it gets a million views and you end up you know making money you know what i'm saying you know I can't, I can't be mad at you. Like I have, like 
at the end of the day, I'm going to support you. Hell, I might even be like, hey, I'll edit a video for you or two. You know what I'm saying? I can't, I can't just assume that just because you have a bigger fan base than I do, that means that you, you think that you're better than me. You know what I'm saying? Because that's, that's what my mind automatically goes to. When I see people have success in their life, I automatically think that they think that they're better than me. And that's not the case. You know? So, um, yeah. I, I, um, yeah. But, um, that's all I have to say. You got one more thing to say? Yeah, pretty. That's pretty much what uh, the main point. Like okay. assumptions and all that. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we can go ahead and end this off. What you got to say for? What's the last thing you got to say? What you want to end off with? Can't save everybody. Eventually, you're gonna have to let somebody drown. Yep. Figuratively. And- Oh, you mean figuratively? Yeah, figuratively. Yeah. Not not literally or anything like that. Unless you're a lifeguard, then then that uh. Then you you gonna have to let you gonna have to take L on that one. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to <laughs> eventually. Like, oh, <laughs> you just. <laughs> and if you had and if you have made that choice, I'm so sorry. You just see him out. Oh, he far. Oh, he kind of far. Oh, he far. But he's young. This one's closer, but they're a lot older. The one that's further furthest away has much to live for. But like, I can't just I can't just rescue somebody based off of that. Just like, you gotta rescue. You just, like, can. you just see G. You just see G. Ma out there. <laughs> <laughs> you just like I gotta save her. I mean, he can make it. He can make it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but uh, to end off, it's just like. Just to bounce off of what you said, yeah, you can't save everybody, and you can't, you can't just, you can't just make sure that everybody is safe and sound. Because at the end of the day, you have to make sure that you're safe and sound. You know what I'm saying? You can't be, yeah. You can't be looking behind trying to save people, and then always, and then try to look out for yourself too, because then you're dodging twice as many bullets. You know. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, uh, I think that's it for today. Um, uh, you can follow me on everything at King Ribbon, uh, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, uh, you can follow my boy here, uh, on Instagram at underscore MED4D. Um, and you can follow him on YouTube at underscore TYM Gaming. Uh, but I'd like to thank you guys for rocking it in our solar system. Uh, thanks for another great episode, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace. <laughs>